Coaster Cousies. Hello, welcome to the Coaster Cousies podcast. On today's episode, Mitch and I will be discussing all things Christmas and traditional and cool and cold. And it's very themed to Christmas. And you're going to love it. Is the reason for the season on this episode of Coaster Cousies. <laughs> Don't forget the reason for the season, Mitch. How are you today? I am great. I'm great. I'm happy to be here for our Christmas episode, the second Christmas episode of the season. Are we still oh, calling the season two or season three of the, of the podcast? Have we decided if there's going to be end of the season? I, I don't know. I, I Maybe when we hit 300, we'll just have okay. 100 episode seasons and just call them new seasons. Oh, beautiful. So, yeah, we are. This is the second Christmas episode we've done since launching over a year ago now, the relaunch. Yeah. Um, and I'm feeling good. It's funny because we always record these super far in advance. So while it is Christmas time, it is actually not December yet. We're we're going to be hearing about some of uh, your Thanksgiving plans, aren't we? How was your Thanksgiving yes. and what did you do? I had a good time. American Thanksgiving, you know how it goes. Eat lots of food, sit around, not, not do a whole lot. But... Um, uh, on our last episode, I actually talked about it. I'd gone down to Branson for uh, the, the Silver Dollar City Creator event. Um, it's really funny because we, we had this Thanksgiving trip planned Wednesday through Saturday. And Silver Dollar City later invited us down Friday and Saturday before that. So we had like this awkward time where it was like, we've got to go back to work Monday and Tuesday. when We've already booked this Airbnb. So like, screw it. Let's just go back to Branson after work. <laughs> so, so we did that. And um, originally, our plans were we were going to hit Silver Dollar City, and I was kind of sad about it because going to Silver Dollar City, going to Dollywood, any of these like really good Christmas events, if you go on Thanksgiving, the day before Thanksgiving, the day after, the Saturday after, those are literally the busiest days of the year, weather permitting. To go to those parks. So while I could have gone and, and got my season pass and then upgraded it, I had just been in the park three days before. So we didn't do any amusement park stuff, which doesn't make good podcasting, but it's good for the soul, Mitch. It is. It sounds like it's well, because Branson is like Pigeon Forge in that it's a resort town. It's there lots to do. There's fun restaurants, but it's also very scenic because you're in the Ozarks and you're with family. Yay. Mm-hmm. It's yes. great. And you also, Hudson, your dog, quite enjoyed his trip, didn't he? Yes, we got to bring down Hudson the dog. And um, yeah, so it was really fun, actually. Just we, we like going on vacation with the dog when we can. Um, and this was one of those instances where we could, but, um, really, I mean, the only thing we had planned as I was driving down is I had a reservation for two at the devil's pool restaurant. Um, so what is that? This is a restaurant. It's on site at it's top of the rock. It's the resort for Bass Pro. Um, what is that called? What is the Bass Pro? I forget what it's called off the top of my head, but Bass Pro started in Branson. It actually, um, yeah. So, like, they have a really big resort there that it's really fun to just go and there's like caves and there's different activities to do. You can go ice skating. You can um, 
play shuffleboard. You can go on walks. Um, but we went and, and Devil's Pool, they, they do a Thanksgiving buffet that my wife and I had done in the past. And it's delicious. It's wildly overpriced. Um, for the two of us, I think the bill came out to about in between $200 and $250 to do this. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, my. For a buffet? Yeah, the price has skyrocketed. So with that price, I don't know that I'd recommend it. Um, I certainly walked away. I was like, ooh, next time I'll probably go to Waffle House and be fine. But but it was very good. They had different types of Thanksgiving food out there, the, the traditional ham and turkey and, and the and the stuffing and the mac and cheese and the green beans, you know, everything Thanksgiving related. But they also had like uh, my favorite thing was they had the short rib. That was delicious. And they had it on like a bed of potatoes and and carrots and veggies and it was very good um but i also had like a whiskey drink that had like a cinnamon thing in it which was oh. delicious i think that was actually my favorite thing so maybe just go there for the bar and get that christmas drink um <laughs> i don't believe this restaurant is usually that expensive but for their their spread their thanksgiving meal it was very pricey um oh, interesting I can see them trying to rip off as many people as possible during Thanksgiving. Cause as we <laughs> discussed on the show in the past, Thanksgiving is a much bigger holiday in uh, the U S than it is in Canada and Canada. It's the Canadian Thanksgiving is not a big holiday at all. It's yes. like most people don't travel for it. Most people don't do vacations for it. Um, so I guess it's just one of those things that p- if people are going to Branson and they're, they're going to spend a hundred bucks per person on a freaking buffet. So I guess that they can do it. Yep. And it was good. Like it was really good, but it was still a buffet. So it was kind of, it was kind of wild. It was wild pricing, but they had like scallops and seafood and stuff. But I was like, mm, I don't need uh, that. Um, seafood at a buffet. Ooh, that, mm, mm, yeah. And they had it like sitting out in the, and the sun was hitting it. I was like, I'm not, this isn't going to be the first time I try a muscle. No, and also <laughs> too, you're nowhere near the ocean. You are truly in the middle of fucking North America, yeah. probably one of the farthest places you can be from any sort of fishing um, mm-hmm. destination. So uh, of saltwater fish, anyways. So absolutely not. No, no, no. Yeah, but it was a good time. We did that. Uh, we went on some walks. Um, there's a lot of really nice like nature trails in the area. So around Table Rock Lake, we took a couple walks with the dog, and. Um, the last thing we really did was they have all sorts of uh, Christmas drive throughs oh, And yeah. so they have lights. Uh, they, they have the zoo down there that has one um, where the Copperhead mountain coaster is. They have one there, which is I, I need to I keep forgetting the names of things. Shepherd of the Hills. So they, they put one on and then there's the Bass Pro Resort also does one. Now, the thing that sucks is they're all 30 bucks. Uh, oh, that's expensive. It's expensive. So it was like, I wanted to do more. I wanted to go see all of them, but I didn't want to spend $90 to see Christmas lights. You know what I mean? So um, very pricey, but to do one and uh, our dog loves, love the Christmas lights. We put the, put the windows down and he was like, his head was out the window. And he's like, Oh, that's a tree. There's Santa. Like he was watching them. He loved it. So we got to do the whole, the parent thing and just kind of drive and, look at how cute the dog was and that was worth the 30 dollars for sure 
I'm glad I saw the executive producer's story <laughs> and of, of yes. Hudson's uh, head out the window, and it was very cute. I de- I sent a message, and I um it, he was just adorable. He was so entranced by the lights, like just yeah. just so funny. Like it looks like a little kid doing that. Yeah, he he's a big fan. So we're gonna find some more uh, within uh, Kansas City to to go check out, and and there's a free one that's kind of near our house, so definitely oh, nice. that one. So. Um, but yeah, it was a good time in Branson. Um, definitely want to go back soon. We should go. That, I would love to go to Branson one day. It's just so far from Toronto. Like it's just so in the middle of nowhere. Um, it would be a long drive or flight, but there are direct flights to Toronto. So that'd be, that may be a thing to consider. Oh, and by the way, in my time in Branson, I, I, I said it at the top of the show, but, uh, we got to remember the reason for the season that's stuck in my head. I keep saying it. And, um, <laughs> There's no Christmas without the Lord. So oh, that's yeah. what I learned in Branson. Hate the Christ <laughs> in Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of that going on. Oh, I um, can't only imagine. Oh my, oh my God. One thing I do want to bring up, though, when I was in Silver Dollar City, I didn't bring this up with Mike. We were looking at a nativity scene because my wife just wanted one. She thinks they can be cute, and we found like these adorable like dolls. And there is this big Southern woman. That came up and looked at him and she was like, my Lord, my my husband would kill me if I brought home another nativity scene. And I was like, really? Like, how many nativity scenes do you have? She's like, I have 21. I cannot make it 22. Oh, <laughs> she was hey, my I, favorite person. She just loves nativity scenes. You know what? <laughs> some there, you know what? Some people love cold roller coasters. Some people love airplanes. She just happens to like nativity scenes. And and you know what? There's worse things to like, I guess. There is. And uh, the one we got was very cute. And it came with a sheep. Aww. I named him Wolf. Aww. Wolf the sheep. looks like a dog. Yeah. So cute. (laughs) Hey, but you you did some uh, some actual theme parking. uh, I think it was yesterday when when we were recording this. Uh, I saw lots of drinks being consumed. Um, I was very jealous because I don't have a holiday in the park right next to me anymore. Um, you went to what? Not holiday in the park. Winterfest, right? At, at Canada's Wonderland. That is correct. Yes. As of when we're recording this, it was yesterday. But um, it's perfect timing for our Christmas episode to talk about Winterfest, about Canada's Wonderland Winterfest. Um, so this, what my comments and my feedback that I'll be talking about will be specifically related to Canada's Wonderland Winterfest. But I've heard that Cedar Fair pretty much makes them all the same. Like, I actually didn't realize how much of the same like most of the Winterfests are now, like the Takarawans and stuff like that. Ours just has the least amount of rides, which is and the worst food. But that that's neither here nor there. So I can I'll, I'm going to talk about the visit and I'll also talk about my thoughts on it. And then um, yeah, maybe some like compared to some Christmas experience I've had in the past. Because as we talked about in the show last year with Tal was Tally on the show for it. I think it might have she might have been. Tally and I went to Disneyland for their Christmas mm-hmm. event last year. It's not their event, just the Christmas season, I guess. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Winterfest. This was the tw- uh, fourth Winterfest they put on. Um. Winter. Uh. Candace Wonderland. Twenty nineteen was the first year. Then twenty one, twenty two, and then twenty three. So. We're well and true into the Winterfest. Like, they've had experience on it. They know what, what's going on here. Um, and I had never really consumed a lot of alcohol at the park because I hate drinking at parks. 
Um, but Winterfest is the time to do it because it's not like roller coasters or anything like that to ride. So, um, and they have the most fun drinks. So, and you got to uh, put on the like the beer coat. That's that's a thing. What? You ever heard of a beer coat? Beer you're, coat. If you're no. cold, you just drink alcohol and it warms you up. Oh yes, exactly. Yes, your beer yeah. coat. I didn't have not heard of that at all. Wow. Um. So yeah. So yeah, I wanted to uh, take transit there and uh, get drunk and everything like that. Um, and our friend Parker, who has been on the show before, uh, joined me as well. But he was very late, and I'm going to blame him for that. Um, and he was late, so we took an Uber up to Canada's Wonderland. Had to stop at the vegan fast food place because uh, there's not, no vegan food at uh, Winterfest, of course. How's you know? There's not a single thing. Not not a, vegan, not a single one thing. There's not one thing. No, nope. they don't have a Christmas salad. Nothing. Nope. nope. They just don't care. No, they just don't care. Yeah, that's terrible. They have an impossible shepherd's pie with butter and cheese. So I'm like, okay, vegetarian. But yeah, nope, nothing. So close. So um, I ate before, which is good. And then basically, I had to stick to the drinks because I was the only thing that were vegan and. I and of the signature drinks, I mean, of course, there's beer and cider and wine, that sort, sort right. of thing. Of the signature drinks, I think there were six of six or five of them. One of them was eggnog, so I couldn't have it. Two of them were whiskey, which I can, I will come right back up if I drink it. So there were, there ended up being three that I that I could um able to drink um through. And one of them, I think, no, actually, two of them were new this year. They got rid of my my previous former favorite one but the one that won this year was the mistletoe mojito it was excellent had malibu in it that was my favorite one i had i got two or three of those Um, (laughs) celebrating amazing hey i'm if i'm if i'm taking an uber to the park and then um my our friend thrill warrior who was on last week last show two weeks ago he drove me and parker back to my place parker and i also parker stayed over at my house as well so there was no drinking and driving for us good work everybody but um yeah, so anyways, the drinks um they were good. I mean, they're 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 pricey, they're 18 bucks, and they ask for a tip on top of that, so it's 20 mm-hmm. bucks a pop. So it's like going to a downtown bar. But like, I mean, you're not going like I'm I'm not going and drinking very often there, so it's kind of like I'll just and I'm not buying food, so yeah, there you go. Um so overall, if I just, I'm just talking about the drinks right now. I think they're fun drinks. I think they're way too expensive. I think they're way overpriced. They come in just a little jar with like, what they do have like fun sugar rims and they come with like little candies, but way too expensive. Are you Um, talking about like a 12 ounce drink potentially here? Yeah. It's like, it's not very big. It's like in a little jar. Um, and is this, uh, was it, were they pre-mixed? Nope, nope, they weren't pre-mixed, so they actually nice. did them there. And so they were pretty heavy pours, I gotta say. I was like feeling it, Mr. Krabs. Like I was. Like I there was there was um there was a point in the night where I truly didn't think I was gonna be okay. But we sat, I'll talk about it later, but we sat and watched the show, the Tinker's Toy Factory, which was and I had a big glass of water and a pretzel, and that did make me feel better. So very good. So there's a vegan pretzel. Well, it was at one of the third party vendors. <laughs> 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 so then they bring it to the marketplace because they actually on they actually was great that that it was weird that that third party the marketplace is usually a really good place for vegan food but there was no vegan food this year except at this meat shop there's like literally all they sold was like all meat but then they randomly had a thing of pretzel like um like a thing of um a heater of pretzels and it said vegan on the butter on it so like great awesome that's beautiful um but yeah, so drinks were good. Um, I would say it was so unfortunate. I should preface it was 
pouring rain, like absolutely pouring rain, which was unfortunate. And so it was dead and it was on Sunday. So they closed all the rides an hour early and didn't tell anyone. They just like started closing rides. So we were like, okay, we'll go. Um, <laughs> and I, I wrote Thunder Run and I, and, and like the, um, and there was, I didn't ride any of the other flats, but overall the rides were the typical like sledgehammer and cyclone rope in, which is great. Flying Eagles. Um, a lot of the the basic rides, no change in rides from last year, but I'm glad they kept Cyclone and Sledgehammer open. So I think they, uh, what coasters sorry. do they open up? I'm sorry, Thunder Run. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. And oh, I guess Taxi Jam. If you want, if you want that, can, but we technically can't ride Taxi Jam. So no, no credits. Ta- well, Taxi Jam is a is a ENF miler, but you can't ride it. But you can't ride it. And Thunder Run, I know you don't consider a credit, so because it's a powered coaster. That's yeah, dark ride. So it's very, it's very limited. It's a very limited yeah. event. Um, and Canada's Wonderland really struggles with also indoor places because they have two major indoor, re- well, three major indoor restaurants. One of them is always closed for private events at Winterfest that you're never going to get in. One is the theater and one, and, and the other two are restaurants, but they're always so packed. Like when we were sitting inside Lazy Bear Lodge, it was slammed with people. The hour, the, the line for food was like half an hour. It was crazy. So they just really struggle with indoor, um, like indoor seating and indoor space at Winterfest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what really what we really saw this year is they made some changes from last year that really made this event like even worse than before. And it's so, it's just so tired. They haven't added anything new. It's just very worn out. Like the shows are very worn out. The the tree lighting ceremony is great, but it's never been changed since 2019. They've never they've never done anything. The um it it just seems like they really left forgot about this event. They had whole sections of the park where the lights were just off. Like they were just, they were just not turned on. You'd walk through the park and it'd be like completely dead. And we'd be like, uh, or not quite, it'd be completely dark. And we'd be like, yeah. uh, and then it would go back into lights. Then you'd have, there was like, um, the path to camp Snoopy is like big candy canes. And yeah. literally you'd go like 500 meters and it'd be no candy cane. And there'd be one on. And then you go keep going and there'd be like, none. And we were just like, just felt so like, haphazard I don't know what the hell was going on why there was like so many so much off um and yeah it just was they they just put that together and it just it felt very weird because the biggest change that I saw from last year is they used to have this amazing dancing light thing so it's like lights choreographed to music in the pathway between vortex and uh lazy bear Yukon area so for people who don't know Wonderland layout that well. It's right beside, um, right on the back side of Wonder Mountain on a very thin path. That's usually kind of a bottleneck area, but it's a really great place for the dancing lights because it's like it's a main path to access the other side of the park. And there's an oh, and vortex goes right over top, so they always put lights like over top, and it makes it feel like a dancing lights tunnel. Um, and they moved it, so they got rid of that, and so there's no lights in the area now. They moved it to the very back of the park, and it's only on these like wooden buildings now, and it's. So so bad it was like i was like this is awful back here it was so much less it was so much more in a dead part of the park and that and that busy part of the park didn't have anything in it now there's just it was just dark there was no lights um and then they moved the light tunnel they used to have a really pretty like light tunnel where everyone would take pictures of over by behemoth and they moved that to the um uh where the mrs claus cookie decorating area is and so mm-hmm. 
that's only on the way to the cookie decorating area. So it's not again on the main path. You, we missed it. And they moved the marketplace again from where the where, um, where the big pavilions are, um, which are usually done for private events. And it was in such a good spot. It was it would do so Christmassy. It was two big buildings. And then plus like a heated area in between. It was fantastic. And they moved it to the arcade beside Leviathan, which is like kind of a it's like um a, a haunt maze during the, the haunt season and then an arcade during the summer. And it's so much smaller. It so much feels like a warehouse. It's probably half the amount of marketplace vendors now. And it wasn't very busy because no one knew it was there because they didn't sign it very well. And I'm like, why did you change all this? Like all like it's like they made they took they took last year's event, which was like not a great event, but it still was okay. And they made it worse. And it was very clear, especially on a rainy day like that. So yeah, that was like the big major changes I'd say. Um, yeah, I wasn't happy none, about that. None good. <laughs> no, no good changes. Now is that, no. do you think that was like an opening weekend thing or was it just a, uh, damn, this is just how it's going to be all year. You think? No, it's been open for a couple weeks. Okay. Yep. This is their product. Here it is. <laughs> the, 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 that that's it. This is how it is. Um, they I saw the indoor show, the Tinker's Toy Factory, for the first time, and it was pretty mediocre. It was. I think they have the same show at Carowinds as well. It's pretty, like, I don't know. It, it's fine. Like it's. I I I'd heard from the my friend group that I was with that this show in particular had they felt the actors had much lower energy or much lower like input than in previous shows. So that they had seen. So I, I just thought it was just okay for anyone who doesn't know. It's just Rudolph the red nosed reindeer, but they don't want to pay the copyright. So they like make it slightly different, but the story is basically Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, dang. Well, I, I wish I had the opportunity to go around my home park and uh, drink spiked hot chocolate and, you know, Look at lights and not much else. Did it have the petting farm? Did you guys have a petting no, farm there? No, that's not. No, petting farm. There's literally nothing to do at this event. Like, there's literally nothing to do. And everything there is to do is all upcharge, like the cookie decorating and that sort of thing. I've always complained about that, that if you want to go in and not spend any money, it is so boring. That's a good point. Yeah. I remember, like, when when Winterfest was popping at Worlds of Fun, there was, there was times I would go and not ride a single ride. But... Yeah, I, I, I bought specialty drinks. Um, there were specialty food items. I did decorate cookies once. They didn't taste good. No. I liked that it was there, but I did have to pay for it. What else was there? There were shows. Streetmosphere. Way too much entertainment. I, I, I feel like they need to focus on quality versus quantity when it comes to entertainment. Like, they got... And, and it's funny, they got rid of a Streetmosphere show this year from last year, too. And I'm like, you got rid of something. And it's like, and it not that it not that it added anything, but it just made that part of the park where it was even more dead. And yeah. so they like it, it was just like it was very funny that it's like, OK, so they got rid of that, too. And they got rid of it over in the behemoth area where the light tunnel was. So that area is now like dead. Like they, they I think they brought blocked it off. So it's just it feels more desolate. And maybe it was because it was raining and that sort of thing. But I do want, I think I want to try and go back again, maybe after it snows and to get like the more full experience. But um, obviously I'm not going to drink again. I'm, I'm going to drive up there. But it just is like, it just is such a tired event. Like it's just, it, they haven't put any thought or money into it. So um, what is there, was it pretty much the same at at, at uh, Worlds of Fun's Winterfest besides the petting zoo? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the candy cane theme was there. 
Um, they had an interesting theme in their Asia section where it was like a Asian lights. There's like dragons and like hanging lanterns. So that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're looking at the, the same basic themes throughout the same staples. Um, they did have, um, the, the cars that you drive It's called the taxi tour there, the antique cars. Um, they changed it to like the 12 days of Christmas. So the 12 days of Christmas were like on the, oh, the path. That's fun. That's a good idea. Yeah. So that was actually super popular. Um, yeah. Actually worked those one year because uh, the the year before my wedding, um, wanted to get a little extra cash, so I worked at the taxis. I love uh, that. So you'd hear people singing and stuff. So that was kind of cool. But um, yeah, not not much else. I think I think when you when you talk about Winterfest, I think if you've been to one Winterfest, you've been to them all for the most part. And what rides were open generally? Like, was it mostly flats? But did you, there was a couple big ones that were open. They opened Prowler. Wow. And spinning dragons. Um, And then like any kind of flat that was kind of in the Europa, which is the middle of the park to the front of the park. If there was a flat in that area, it was open, which isn't a lot. But um, like I would go and not ride rides pretty commonly there. Maybe take a spin on Prowler was about all you needed. Yep. I guess I only rode Thunder Run last night, Um, but I think it's, uh, I mean, I know it's the coldest Winterfest by far. Obviously, they don't they don't have one <laughs> in Cedar Point for a reason because like Cedar Point is right by the lake and we are right by our lake as well. So I, I get it. But it's also the same time. I mean, you have two thrill rides open. You have the Pendulum Ride Cyclone and the Jump, the Sledgehammer open. You got Thunder Run. And then pretty much the rest are oh, and I guess you have um nightmares, which is like the or nightmares, which is like one of those spinny ones where you're kind of pressed up against the side and mm-hmm. I don't know what those are called. And then clockwork, which is which is one of the ones that spins and flips you out. Like I, I know the listeners can't yeah. see what I'm doing, but they're they're <laughs> it's not helping at all, so don't worry about no. it. <laughs> it's just it's those are those are the big ones that are open, and then the rest are all kids' rides. So the flying eagles are the ones where you kind of can can snap though, snap them. Taxi jam is the the miler. A lot of the Camp Snoopy, Planet Snoopy rides are open, but it's pretty limited. Um, and I get that it's for families too, but Toronto's like warm enough in November that like I feel like you could do that. Like I know Carowinds and K- Kansas City and all those places are warmer than Ontario, but. Um, it would be nice. I, 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 I've heard rumors they've been trying to find a way to open something bigger, something like Vortex, where Vortex doesn't um, go over any path except for right at the start. That would potentially hit ice on people. And it also is like an extremely high speed ride to the end. So it's not doesn't have a, um, a threat of valleying. But I guess they just couldn't make it work or something like that. I'm not sure what the um, what happened there. But it is. It is. It looks a little sad. They're not like. There's not any changes of any kind in any way, shape, or form um, that have happened in the last multiple years, really. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what the future of Winterfest holds because the first year it was slammed. 2019 was slammed, and every year since then it's been dead, like desolate. Every I when I go when it's snowing, when it's when it's rainy or when it's nice, it's been just dead every time I go. That's interesting. Um, it's yeah. going to be weird to see, too, because, like, what, what happens to winter? Is there a Winterfest next year at all? Exactly. Is it holiday in the park? Are they going to open more rides, like the Six Flags version? Like, what what's going to happen? So maybe uh, maybe next year it'll get the refresh it deserves or needs or the X, one of the, one of the three. Yeah, 
Exactly. And it'd be interesting to see because from my understanding, the Holiday in the Park event, they basically do a lot more where they like put staff on standby and open the ride, but like all contingent on the weather. They like they like don't promise that the part the the part the the coasters are gonna be open. So it's like if you go on a nice day, it's like you know the rides are gonna be open. So they don't right. it, it's it's interesting. It's a bit more unpredictable, but it's I, I think it's almost a better system than what where what what we're doing right now where it's like okay here are the these are the five rides that are open. Besides that, you gotta you gotta spend money to have fun. So <laughs> and an admission ticket and yeah that, that's rough well yeah. i mean this was a, a pretty good tradition for me when 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 winterfest was in kansas city and i loved it um but yep that tradition's gone so well Screw now, you, that the, your, now that tradition is gone what what else do you do i mean we 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 talked about winterfest we talked about you know, we you went to branson you talked about that trip um on the episode with mike mm-hmm. and a little bit last time on uh on this show when we were here with jeff but theme parks aside what are some things maybe you do at oh. home with family well i'm i'm saying christmas like, traditions christmas yeah because we're saying i heard the word tradition so i gotta i'm segueing us into the next one well, we keep the Christ in Christmas, and we no. Uh, <laughs> what do I do? Um, Christmas for me, usually Christmas Eve is at at my grandmother's house, and you know we 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 hang out there, and there's usually some sort of awkward buy-in with a you know a a, a gift card for some silly game um that we do and then we we leave and then go to my parents house and open a few presents where we get matching pajamas oh you do okay yeah the whole family gets matching pajamas and it's like a big deal um that's actually a tradition uh, yeah my 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 mom had i always got pajamas the the night before christmas so you could be stylish when you walk down the hallway as a kid Mm. and um you know, rock your pajamas. So that's, that's a huge, that's a huge tradition of my family's. Um, and then recently married my wife. And with that, we, uh, have some traditions on that end too. go over to her mom's house, usually have some sort of dessert or something, uh, with her dad and open way too many presents. We're, I, love I feel like we're still children. Oh, I know. Yeah. When you're in your thirties, you're like, I'm, we're still, still kids. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I still get presents. I don't deserve presents. Hmm. I know my my parents are the same. Are you? It's all yours and the executive producers' family in the area. Like they're pretty much all close by. We are. So yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of running around, which is yeah, kind of yeah. The main reason we leave for Thanksgiving is because for Christmas it's spread out over two days, but over Thanksgiving it's all one day, and you have to mm. eat it everywhere, and you're hurting people's feelings. So we just run away. So so Christmas is the, the time where we we buckle down and say hello to everybody. <laughs> you run away at Thanksgiving. <laughs> we do because like, you know, if it if it's timed perfectly, you get there and you eat breakfast somewhere, and then you have to go get lunch, and you can only be there for two hours. And if 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 the the meal's running late, you've got to leave. But you like, no family, don't feel bad. We're literally going to eat. Yeah, there's more food. And nobody gets it. It's just like it's just been more fun to. And this relax. is more of a Thanksgiving question, but like I've heard that Americans eat Thanksgiving dinner really early, randomly, like at like four. Um. Yeah. It's usually 
like a your lunch. It's like a super late lunch is what I would call it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then you just you eat your ass off at three o'clock <laughs> and then that's your meal for the day. And you're then just like done, you'll have yeah. you'll have if you're hungry, you can go get some leftovers. I um, love so yeah, Dang most it. most of the timing is like in that one o'clock to four o'clock range. So weird. It's such a weird time to eat. That's what we did. We did um when we did Devil's Pool at Thanksgiving, we went at like three o'clock. But I wonder why. I wonder why it was done not done like that. I don't know. Um but Christmas then. So Thanksgiving is usually turkey. Are you for for Christmas? Are you guys a turkey family or are you a ham family or are you both? Because I know that's usually like, that's always like a back and forth debate for Christmas dinner. What I fucking love about all of my families is it's generally not traditional. Oh, it's just like let's do lasagna Christmas or let's oh. fucking do tacos. Yes, yeah. Hell. I I love a non traditional Christmas meal. Yeah. It, I mean, I associate frozen pizzas with Christmas because, like, I've got a frozen pizza in the fridge or in the freezer, and then we come home if we, you know, we didn't have dinner that night or whatever. Just put a little frozen pizza in because nothing's open. There's no restaurants open, so it's like I associate frozen pizza for like one of my meals on Christmas usually. So good, delicious. Dijano. <laughs> or as we us Canadians call it, delicio. As we had that discussion with Logan a couple. A long up a few months ago now yeah well do you do you have any canadian christmas traditions is it different up there do you guys i mean do you, do you, do you instead of putting stars on the christmas tree do you put like a moose up there what, what do you do yeah. up in canada um <laughs> unlike thanksgiving our christmas traditions are pretty close to you guys they're very very similar i would say um obviously everyone does things a little differently but i would say for the most part um the biggest thing is that people eat turkey on christmas as well that's like a very mm. popular thing where i know americans and some other places eat like ham or goose or whatever on the old honey baked ham yeah exactly on christmas so um but you do get people who eat ham on christmas as well and then another big thing that happens i know a couple of my friends are like this depending on where their family's from a lot of people's big christmas day it, christmas event is christmas eve so like there's some families that just it's just traditional where they do everything on christmas eve and christmas day is just for like you know breakfast and cleaning up and that sort of thing so um Overall, I would say pretty similar, but my family, in the world of divorced parents, it was always, always <laughs> we have a, a little bit of that on our end too. Yes, yeah, always, uh, never a dull moment, and running around. Even thank God, both my parents live like five minutes away from each other, which is really nice. But um, yeah, so I always go back to Calgary for Christmas, and then um, I try to see as many friends as possible. But for Christmas itself, uh. Ever since I was little, Christmas Eve is always a movie. We always go to a movie on mm. in like like a one or two o'clock movie on Christmas Eve. And then we have Chinese food. That is always, always a thing. That's a good idea. I like yeah, that. Always. It was always when we were little, we used to go or even pre-COVID, we used to go like to the restaurant, like to an actual um, place. Yeah. But then um, uh, now we do mostly takeout or, or delivery or whatever. We'll pick things up. So that's changed in recent years now. Now our our tradition on Christmas Eve is to get this Ethiopian or Somalian food that we have. And we love doing that on Christmas Eve. It's so good. And they have a really good vegan menu. So I've, we've done that the last couple of years. Um, and then um, 
on they've switched a little bit. So on Christmas Day now, my family gets Chinese food and I make my own vegan Christmas dinner. So um yeah, they do the Chinese food on Christmas Day and then I go and get a frozen vegan turkey. I I go, I think actually a couple of the restaurants in Calgary, um, I know here in Toronto they do it where you can like pre-order a vegan dinner and you just pick it up a few days before Christmas and it's like you just cook it. So I'm I always like to do that because None of my family likes to make the turkey anymore. I think my mom and her husband like to, but for me, it's like I can't eat anything, of course, but I love stuffing. I love gravy, mashed potatoes. And the honestly, the vegan all the vegan versions I've had of that are freaking delicious. So Good. that is um that is a classic. And then always a big breakfast on Christmas Day. So you wake up. We are always a wake up presents first and then a late breakfast family. And we'd always have cinnamon rolls and you know, eggs, bacon, classic, that sort of thing. And then on Christmas Day night is when we'd have turkey. So that's very, very classic. Of course, splitting it up. I, now we kind of bounce back and forth between families. Now we usually do the movie with my dad and then dinner. And then we go to then we go to my mom's for like games afterwards. And then we go back and forth between those two. So it's uh yeah, it's always fun. It's always good to see fam. And it's nice to just like, you know, I, I always love Christmas because it makes the start of winter much less sad and depressing. Yeah, you gotta do something to to get through it. Yeah. Exactly. So, and that's why I like to fly to Calgary nice and early as well, um, because I want to make sure that I see my friends and we, I usually have like friends, um, secret Santas that we have to do and like get togethers and everything like that. So it's always good. And then, um, uh, with my friend Nadia, we always go look at Christmas lights, um, try to hit up a Christmas market here, there, here and there. Um, but yeah, always a good time. I love, love it. I'm looking at my new did I did I did I did I I must have posted this. This is my friend Talia went to Kentucky and got me the worst the worst ornament. Ever. Heaven must be a Kentucky kind of place. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So she Re- came read that out like, loud. I think I said that. I don't know if everybody heard me. Oh, sorry, sorry. Say it again. I was I was laughing. What does the uh, the ornament say? It says. Heaven must be a Kentucky kind of place. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucking great ornament. Yeah, she went to Kentucky and then she came to Toronto for work. And so she was going to, she surprised me with buying a birthday dinner for me, but she's like, I need to pick up the tackiest ornament that. And then she also picked me up this tea towel. Let me go get it. Yes. Literally the worst. She's like, I found the worst gifts you could buy in Kentucky. I wonder if bourbon thinks about me. (laughs) (laughs) So good. That's very Kentucky. I love Kentucky though. It's it's a great state. It's got to be like heaven, I think. Uh, I said that because I'm looking at my forty dollar Costco Grinch tree. That's apartment sized, so that's great. Very nice. Excellent. Well, do you have any traditions uh, with theme parks? Doesn't necessarily have to be. you know, a Christmas tradition, but do you have any traditions maybe at your home park that you have or uh, whenever you go to other parks um, and the theme of traditions and, and the roller coasters, what kind of traditions do you have? Funny you ask that. I just so happen to have that. It's crazy how you ask that. It's like this was pre-planned. Whoa. It's wild. We planned. Holy <laughs> moly. But yes, I do. So cross it off the list. I will, I will talk about Canada's Wonderland first as like my traditions when I go to that park, 
when I um, visit it and that sort of thing. And then I have all sorts of traditions when I go to like a new park or maybe a park I haven't visited in a while. Um, because I there, I feel like I feel like everyone has some sort of routines and traditions that you always go to and do. So, um, yeah. Candace Wonderland, always before I go there. Always, 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 I always stop at Odd Burger, which is the vegan fast food restaurant um, at uh, in Vaughn because there's never really any food there. I know sometimes if we do like a, if I do like a full day there, I won't stop and I'll just eat something during the day at Wonderland. But most of the time I'm getting there late and I'm having Odd Burger always. Um, Canada's Wonderland is known for having two very distinct sections of the parking lot. You know, you know how most parks is just one giant. Um, parking lot that feeds into one place, yeah. one entrance. But there's some parks like Carowinds and Candace Wonderland where the parking lots are very separate, like they're very distinct and separate. And when you first enter Candace Wonderland, you're on what's called, I call them the peasant side, which is where like all most people park. And it's like the behemoth side of the parking lot. And it's like just always so busy. It's always so far away. Then there's the enthusiast side of the lot where if you keep going past the <laughs> Leviathan turnaround is like a much bigger area and it's like easier to get out of and that sort of thing. So I always go and park as far as I can there because I love being as far away from cars as possible. And I like the walk. So always park in the Leviathan section of the park if you go to go to Wonderland. Um, next tradition I do when I walk in the park and go right to get my fast lane. I never... <laughs> ever do anything in that park without getting my fast lane turn right get the fast lane and go um now in terms of the day in the park it i you'll always find me doing what's called a loop like can't i look at look at maybe a map of Kansas one line if you're not familiar with it but it is basically three different loops in the um in on the map so there's three different like routes that you can go around and do and i always kind of move in a certain motion either counterclockwise or clockwise and you're always going to find me that I'm not going to be bouncing around. I'm, I love to have that leisurely walk where I'll ride one thing and I'll go into the next thing and do that. Um, I'm not a big marathoner. So you'll always find me walking loops and um, yeah, I think that's most of my traditions that I do at the park. I don't really eat anywhere specifically. If I do, it's lazy bear. If there's vegan stuff, mm-hmm. um, but otherwise you'll find me sticking to my mains, Leviathan behemoth, Yukon vortex backlot. That sort of thing. Sometimes you'll, my friends will get me to ride Mindbuster. Um, I'll ride Dragonfire here and there. But uh, otherwise, yeah, I always like the vibe and chill. Um, and I don't really ride any flats except for Drop Zone and Sledgehammer usually. But uh, that's kind of my home park. Now, new parks or parks I haven't been to. Um, everyone knows. 99% of the time, I'm going to buy the fast lane or the flash pass or whatever it is. So that's what I go always go pick up first. And I think if you've been following my account for a while, you know that the very first thing I do is rope drop the kitty cred. Always, 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 always <laughs> rope drop the credits that don't have the fast lane, that don't have that line. So that's where I run to. So I went Get the I, shame I, out of the way. Well, it's just, it, there's such quick lines. So it, when I was at Carowinds, I rope dropped Kitty Hawk. I rope dropped uh, Ricochet. Got the ones without Fastlane out of the way so I could get that fully done. Um, and even at Great Adventure, like, we we, we rope dropped uh, Joker, like, the 40 free spin because it's right there. And we just walked on. Um, so, yeah, I will always rope drop the Kitty, kitty credit. Um, I will usually do, like, if I have one day at a park, I will honestly usually do 
the lower capacity rides first. Um, so whatever order that is in, and then I usually end off the day on like the better ones, especially if the better ones are a BNM or RMC, because everyone knows those just come to life in the afternoon or, and same with the GCI as well, like mystic timber in the morning, mystic timbers in the morning is not mystic timbers in the evening for sure. Mm. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's kind of my traditions that I do. I don't usually buy a lot of park merch unless it's like it really speaks to me. Um, I don't usually eat a lot of food because uh, unless it's like an amazing yeah. vegan food park, like yeah, like Kings Island or Kings Dominion or Disney or whatever. At Disney, all I'm doing is eating. Like that's just not even. Yeah. That's why would you do anything else? I, no, no one. That's all I do is just eat. I literally just get off a ride. I'm like, okay, snack. And then I, I like literally before I get on the ride, I mobile order a snack. Get off the ride. Eat, have a snack, go on another ride, mobile, another order, another snack, and just get, that's all you do. Um, but generally, those are my traditions at the park, um, at parks. And I think that's kind of like my, I usually have that same routine. And you know, it's funny. It's just, I always stick to it. You just always kind of go back to that, uh, to that staple, no matter what. Um, yeah. What about you? What are your traditions at your two home parks? Arguably oh, yeah. one now. And uh, what are some traditions that you have at parks that you visit um, or you have visited in the past or maybe are brand new to you? Well, I'll start with my home park of my actual, I guess, geological, geographical, geological <laughs> home park, uh, a world of fun. And, and really the only tradition there is um, drink in the parking lot because you're sad that this is your home park. Um, it's usually out of sadness. Um, it's not to have fun. It's just like, this is what I do. This is, I'm a bum. No, no. But, um, you know, if, if I have a ride that's, and I'm going to drink at the park, I'm not going to buy all those $20 freaking drinks in the park. So that is what I do there. And then honestly, (laughs) I don't have any type of cadence when i go to the to that park i will ride prowler i will ride mamba if it's open a lot of times it's not for me um and then just kind of walk around and if, if there's no event going on there's no cadence there's no cadence i don't I, I don't need to ride anything there i don't i don't need to be there i just am there and um the, <laughs> the only tradition is a, is a beer in the parking lot. All right. Sad place. It's a sad place, Mitch. It's a sad place. <laughs> but what I'll do at my actual good home park at Silver Dollar City is much, much different. It's much different. You have to have a purpose there. I usually get there early, early, like before park open, because what they do at that park is you can go in and the guy's going to be chopping wood. The blacksmith's going to be blacksmithing. You can check out some of the shops. You can get in early for a breakfast buffet. I have done all of those things. You can you can go sit in the church. <laughs> you can great look at apple butter. So I like to get there early before the crowds and just and just be in that city center and just kind of enjoy being there. With nothing to do before the chaos, right? And then I rope drop time traveler almost every time because that ride's amazing and that ride has the potential to gain a very big line. Um, so that's typically what I do there. And then from there, 
there's not a whole lot of tradition. It's wherever the wind takes me, whatever we haven't rode. Maybe we didn't ride it last time. We're going to ride it this time. Uh, maybe we need to rewrite Outlaw Run. But I would say some of the mains, uh, a new tradition is going to, and I'm not talking about the cinnamon bread here, Sullivan's Mill. They have a place where they just make loaves of bread and it's fresh. My wife and I have a new tradition that we've decided since our last visit. We're going to go there every time and get some sort of apple butter or have a uh, a cinnamon honey butter that's mm-hmm. fantastic on fresh bread. And um, so that's going to be a new go-to. Get a loaf to go. Um, that Lock that in. And then another tradition I just realized I have. I always get the campfire skillet. Every time I go, because <laughs> it, it's either on a tasting card or it's available and it's at the bottom of the steep hill there. It's like just past wildfire. You're on your way up to powder keg. There's a little stand there and it's the campfire skillet every time. It's so good. What is in the campfire skillet, if I may ask? Yeah, you've got potatoes. You have sausage. No, it's not the campfire. It's the sausage medley. I'm saying the oh. wrong thing. I get the sausage medley skillet. My bad. There is a campfire skillet as well. Um, but potatoes, sausage, peppers um, are kind of your main thing. There's corn in there, um, veggies. It's it's just so good. I get it every time. Damn, that sounds excellent. So mostly eating. And mm-hmm. the next thing, tasting card. If there is a tasting card, I'm on it. I'm doing the sampling for whatever event's doing the tasting card. Um, my personal favorite. Is their fall event, their pumpkin illumination event, which I think is the best event at that park. Um, Got to get the tasting card there. Got it. And I, and I don't know how this works. Is the tasting card kind of like um, like the Epcot Food and Wine Festival where it's like booths with like small portions or like is it more like a dining pass? Like, Listen, like, how does that work? Do you understand how tapas would work in Branson, Missouri? Ta- like tapas, like the, like the Spanish. That shit ain't. No, these are like no. full size fucking portions. Damn. Like, here's your whole sandwich. This is Branson, Missouri. Like, they don't skip on portions. It's you got to look at the people walking. You're gonna see the people. I was gonna say walking. Most people are rolling around Silver Dollar City in it's those scooters. Right. Like, hey, and, yeah, to the next place to get a walk-in taco or whatever it is. But um, essentially, is it's a punch card, and you get five. They're entrees. They really, and there's a couple that are like side items. None of them are small. <laughs> they, Excellent. Yeah, it's it's. I literally split it with my wife. Like we'll we'll get something to split. So it's it's really quantity wise, probably like ten punches or or ten items would be at Epcot. But there's five punches on a card. That's that's great. Yeah, because the freaking Epcot Food and Wine Festival. It's like you're you're like you're walking around hungry at that mm-hmm. place. Yeah. And at Silver Dollar City, the prices are about the same as that, and the food is good. It's just uh, they've got good stuff going on down there. So that those are my traditions. It's mostly around eating and riding Time Traveler. Um, and then um, any other traditions? If, I think about if I go to like a park, just any other park that I don't visit often or it's my first time. I think a tradition is I get Starbucks. Really? Yeah, I get. I, I want a good coffee and I want a rope drop. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm going to a new park and I'm not rope dropping, I am anxious. 
Yeah. If I don't get there 30 minutes early, like I did at uh, at Michigan's Adventure when I got there 15 minutes early and it was way too late. Ruined the whole day. So you got to get there early. You got to be caffeinated. And you got to have a game plan for that first hour. Yeah. What, what rides are you hitting? Boom, boom, boom. Get those things, get the check marks out of the way so you can slow down and have a good time. So that's that's my tradition at any other park. Um, if it has fascination, I'm on it. Oh, well, yeah, of, co- of course. Yes. Obviously. Obviously. Um, and also, too, I mean, I think that's a good point, especially when you're talking about Silver Dollar City. Because remind me, does that parking lot like Dollywoods where you like have to get on a tram because it's so weirdly shaped? Weirdly shaped. Don't have to. My wife and I usually walk it. Oh, okay. Um, but depending on what lot you're in, because <laughs> on the Saturday we went, they put us in the very back lot. Oh, God. And we got there at open. But we were just like, let's walk this. Like, I'm curious. Let's walk it. And it was it was a pretty long walk. <laughs> Holy. Yeah, I'm uh, like, I, I do enjoy getting there on time or getting there early so that you're not like super far from the parking lot or you're not super far um, on that end. So that definitely makes sense. Um, but those all, all sound like great traditions. A lot about food, which I love. And um, yeah. I have one more tradition, Mitch. Oh, yes. Yeah. And this is a new TikTok tradition. But every night after the park, I'll go into CapCut and I'll put my clips together of like my day. And then the next morning I'll narrate and post a TikTok. Cool. That's a, tra- that's a tradition now. What's CapCut? <laughs> Sorry. I didn't. I forgot you're not a TikTok creator. CapCut is a video editing software that you can have on your phone. It's very similar to TikTok slash might be powered by the same company because they, they like talk to each other. So, oh, okay. Yeah, it rocks. Does it make it like easier where you can like kind of set things up to the music beats and stuff like that? And mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Green screens, all sorts of stuff. Love that. I, uh, I'm always amazed that you can get content out while you're still on the trip. I'm always still, I'm always shocked by that. I always struggle so much when I'm not at disciplined. Yeah. 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 To be like, you had to have the system down of like, while I'm sitting here relaxing, I'm going to put it together. And then when I wake up in the morning while my wife is still sleeping, she'll wake up to me narrating it. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, okay. That makes sense because sometimes, I've always wondered why some of your narrations are like hushed. You're like, you're yes. like, I went to Silver Dollar City and uh, this is our experience. And I'm always like, why is it so hushed? Like, is he? <laughs> and now, uh, why? One time I've, d- I've done it in a bathroom and I got like comments like, are you in the bathroom? And I was like, <laughs> my wife was asleep. I had to look out for her. But yeah, that's that's one of my traditions. I'm glad we shared our traditions today. That was that was a good time. I agree. It's very nice. Now, Coaster Cuzzies, Cuzzies. What are some of your traditions? Put them in the holiday discord. Put them in. I believe we have a section now that was my birthday and then it was Thanksgiving and now it's Christmas for um, Christmas. What are your traditions? What are you doing for the holidays? What are you doing for whatever you celebrate? And if you don't celebrate, what are you doing this Monday and Tuesday? We just want to know. I got to know. <laughs> now how are we ending off this show on this blustery winter well it's blustery here anyways it's cold here too but... mitch uh, it's cold. getting to the point where i can't be wearing flip-flops to take the dog out i was know? gonna say it's... cold it's in the 50s yeah it's been uh gosh i there's one thing that's i don't know if you love it or hate it but have you have you ever like visited an amusement park in the cold uh i have 
Yes, I have. What's the coldest you've ever been mm, to a park? Probably last year's winter fest at Canada's Wonderland. It was minus five Celsius or that's probably like 21 degrees Fahrenheit, I would say. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of cold. Yeah. I once went to an amusement park. A really bad amusement park. <laughs> Six Flags St. Louis. Which I'm a season pass holder at, unfortunately. <laughs> but I went there because they used to do their uh, holiday in the park. And I was in town. We were meeting with my wife's friend. And I had scored us free tickets. Because back in the day, your boy Coaster Bro knew everybody at Six Flags and could get free tickets. They've all been laid off or have quit at this point. Thank you, Celine. But anyways, I had these three free tickets. And it was like, no matter what. Let's go to check out their holiday in the park event. It's a date. It got down to six fucking degrees, Mitch. Oh, that is cold. (laughs) We got in there and you talk about not having anything to do at Canada's Wonderland. Go to Six Flags St. Louis when it's six fucking degrees out. Oh my God. Wait, how much is that in Celsius? I didn't got to calculate that. That is insane. Calculate it for our 6% Canadian listeners for us real quick. Well, and the and all the rest of the world. Oh yeah, negative fourteen. Holy shit! Yeah. So we got there, and it was like there is not going to be shit going on. We get in there, and like you could roast marshmallows. So we did that. <laughs> we rode the carousel because it was operating, and we rode Justice League because that's their only indoor ride there. So that was pretty fun. And then it was like let's let's see what the shows are all about. The only show that they had at the time, this was, would have been 2019, maybe. It was just the Super Jesus show. It was just the, oh my God. the story of, <laughs> the story of, you know, keep the Christ in Christmas. It was there at Six Flags St. Louis of all places. Um, so we watched, we watched it. It was bad. I think they had a camel. So that was kind of cool. They like walked a camel down the aisle or something. Um, so yeah, we did that, and then we rode that gigantic Ferris wheel to get pictures. Oh my god! And it was like ice on the seats. I was gonna say it'd be freezing up there. It was terribly cold. Um, and yeah, that was uh, I I remember posting a picture, and in the loop actually took it, and they were like, "Can we post this?" And they're like, "Coaster Bros at the park. It's six fucking degrees outside," and it was, it was terrible. I mean, the yeah. the event, the event. I can see why that event left because, you know, my home park was six legs over Georgia for a while, which I still think one of the best Christmas parks out there. Cause like all the rides are open that you care about and the, the lineup is good. The entertainment's good, but the six flags St. Louis, you could tell they just hung up all their shit themselves. There was no third party helping out with their vision. It was bare bones and terrible. <laughs> uh. And so they, that holiday in the park is no longer at in St. Louis. No, no. Okay. They, the I think pandemic they went ahead and said, Meh, "This is a good time to to exit this strategy." Which I I don't I never know St. Louis enthusiasts complaining about that event leaving. I think no. it was <laughs> it was not good. That is cold. And I mean, I guess maybe I didn't think St. Louis could got that cold, but I guess that there's a random like polar vortex or some shit like that. But uh, Midwest gets pretty cold sometimes, Mitch. It's it can get pretty bad. Well, I, I guess I can, I mean, it's not really an amusement park 
I guess because like I grew up in Calgary and of course Calgary Park's not open, but our the Calgary Zoo is like a very big thing in Calgary. Like it's like um probably I would say one of the more famous zoos in, in Canada because it's right in downtown Calgary on an island and it's like really sick and they have like lots of cool things, but they have this famous event that all Albertans go to called Zoo Lights, and it basically is like just a shitload of lights. Um, and you have like the outdoor things, you have roasted marshmallows, you have the, the cookie decorating meeting stand. It's like pretty much Canada's Wonderland Winterfest, but minus the three rides that you can go on here. So it's like pretty close to it. And you can go see the animals that are indoors. There's like huge like eating areas and that kind of sort of thing. But I have been to that event and it has been minus 35 degrees Celsius, which is. <laughs> yes. Translate. Uh, minus. My brain does I not compute. Think- it's pretty close. Oh my fucking god! It's pretty close because um, at minus forty Celsius and Fahrenheit meet. Minus Celsius. What? Minus forty. Yeah. So at minus forty, they're the same temperature, and then Fahrenheit, then Celsius gets bigger as you go down. So negative thirty-five Celsius is negative thirty-one degrees Fahrenheit. Wait, it was negative thirty-one degrees Fahrenheit at this place. Yeah, you went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why'd you so- do that? Well, it's just Calgary. That's what you no, do. No, that's like, staying side weather. That's not never leave that's your house nor- weather. That's normal weather for for the prairies. If Logan's listening as he's editing this. He can, can say that minus thirty five is when it gets warm after it gets minus forty. But uh, yeah, minus thirty five and Zulites is so cold. Like it is like ice cold. And so you basically go from like the each indoor exhibit and you go see the lights and then you just go run run to all the indoor stuff. But it's freaking cold. And that zoo is huge and they have the whole thing open um well i mean obviously none of the outdoor attractions are open but like you can walk on all the paths um and it's a really cool event but holy shit is it cold that's 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 too cold mm. so i never go so outside. it's not an amusement park but i've been to that my coldest amusement park is here in uh in at wonderland because i have not really traveled a lot to a lot of parks in the winter it's not really i'm not how many people do no, like the closest I've done is when I went down to Dollywood and Carowinds in March of last year, which mm-hmm. is probably the, like one of the colder months, but it ended up being beautiful. It was Dollywood was like 15 degrees Celsius or like 50, uh, that's like in the, in the high 50s, but Carowinds was like 20 degrees Celsius, it was like 68. It was gorgeous. Springtime in the South is, uh, yeah. if you can get over the pollen, the weather's pretty fantastic. Um. So, yeah, how maybe talking about that uh, Ferris wheel and your Six Flags St. Louis and maybe some other days that you've been to parks that are cold, how do you stay warm? What are your tips? What are your tricks? Um, mm. If you, someone is going, someone is listening to this, many winter events across North America are open for the rest of December and into January a little bit, including Canada's Wonderland Winterfest. What are some tips you would give to folks? How would you um, survive? And maybe what are some things that uh, you can do to uh, stay warm and have fun this winter season? feel like a mommy vlogger right now. Let's go into it. I love it. Uh, hey, guys. <laughs> this is what I wear to the theme park when it's cold as fuck. Link below. Link below. Buy it through our Amazon, um, our influencer. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I uh, I actually love dressing for the winter theme parks because it's like 100% of the time I'm wearing sweatpants. I might have long johns underneath there. I might have long johns on top. Um, go with the Under Armour, you know, the Reebok, something like that. And then um, I usually go like sweatshirt and coat, and the coat needs all the zippers. So I go with uh, some sort of a coat with a zipper that if I get on a ride, I can stuff it in my pockets and I don't have to worry about a backpack. And um, 
that's usually my approach. Winter hat, stocking cap kind of thing. And um, always always a hot drink. Mm. Some sort of a coffee. I like coffee, uh, especially if there's decaf available. Um, you know, if I could have a little whiskey and a hot chocolate or something, keeps me warm, puts the beer coat on. Um, that's how I stay warm. And if it's super cold, because what I did at Six Flags St. Louis, you ever watch football, Mitch? And you, you no, we, no, we call them muffs. No, I'd never watch football. No, but you never seen like a football player with like maybe the punter or the kicker. They have the thing that they're putting their hands in. No pouch. No. So I have one from my okay, college cool. football days, and I'll put hand warmers in there, and it'll just be real nice. I mean, it's the toastiest thing for your hands. Um, so I don't like wearing gloves. Oh, really? Nah, I, I want to be able to text and shit, do stuff on my phone. So I don't like wearing gloves. So if I can have a hand warmer, um, I will wear one and like just look like a football player. Cool. I love that. What about you? What do you do to stay warm? I'm sure it's the exact same. Uh, well, minus the hand warming football thing, which I'm sure I've seen because I've seen great. I've seen football games in Calgary when it's cold. So I'm guessing that they probably use that. But I mean, uh, any wide receiver or punter probably has it up in. in I don't know. The, I don't know the football position. It's real discreet. I, it's it's black and it's on their waist. I only know quarterback. That's my. That's the only football position I know. Quarterback probably has one too. Okay, good, great. I'll watch the quarterback next time. Um, <laughs> and also, the Montreal Alouettes won the Grey Cup recently. Very recently, they beat the Blue Bombers. We all hate the Blue Bombers, so we're very happy about that. The Montreal um, what? Alouettes. What is an Alouette? You know what? I couldn't tell you. Let's let's Google it. Alouette. It is a bird. It's a, oh wait no it's like a it's like um it's a kid song like it's a lark it's this oh have you ever heard the song Frere Jacques isn't that, isn't an alouette in that Frere Jacques I think, I think they say alouette in that part tell me alouette there it is yeah alouette right? Yeah, I always thought about it's picking feathers from a lark. Yeah, that's okay. what I thought. But anyways, it's that. Awesome. And so Montreal won great cup. But congrats. This very long thing. <laughs> um, me at parks, I'm pretty similar. I am not a big hot drink person because the only hot drink you can get is de- I can get a decaf coffee, and I don't want decaf coffee in the night so um if i am to get something i'm going to get an herbal tea that is more that's very common for me Mm. i'm a big big peppermint tea fan in the evenings um i love that but normally i don't get a hot drink i would say that's not a very common thing i'll get cold drinks hilariously but hot drinks are just not really my vibe um and i haven't even had really a lot of hot starbucks drinks this year because i've been making coffee here so good for you Long johns for sure on the legs. My legs get particularly cold. So I'll go for long johns even during some cold nights at Haunt in October. I'll go. But I am not the same as you on the top end. I like to wear a Christmas sweater and with my jacket open. So I want people to see the Christmas sweater. So I don't have sweatshirts or anything like that. I'll have a, I have my big winter jacket, which is super warm out, which I'll do the zipper up if it's freezing. But mm-hmm. um, overall, I do love that. But I am a glove person. I am. Yeah. I am a glove person. I love them. I love how cozy my hands feel in them. Um, yeah. 
And a couple years ago, I got some really nice gloves, which I love. Um, and then if it's snowy out, I will do boots. But this last weekend, it was rainy, so I just wore running shoes. But um, yeah. Yeah, I need to get new winter boots, actually, now that I think about it. But it, but yeah, definitely try to stay in. Definitely try to, like, balance the indoor activities to the outdoor activities. You can't be outside for too, too long if it's, like, windy and cold, um, which is why I'm glad we watched that Tinker's Toy Factory, even though it's, like, not a very good show. It's still, like, in a nice theater and indoors and just sit down. Um, and, yeah, it's... Uh, it's always uh it's always interesting, especially at Canada's Wonderland's Winterfest, because all the indoor shit is so busy because they don't have that many indoor um, spots for it. But uh mm-hmm. more about I'm just a hot weather person. I'm not a cold weather person. It's just I'm just not it. I get that. Well, shoot, that was very festive of us to talk about cold weather, to talk about traditions. Um it's the reason for the season. Cold Absolutely. weather and uh traditions. So this is coming out right before Christmas, like really on the eve I mean, of Christmas. So so Merry Christmas to you all or, or happy holidays, whatever it is. Uh, we, we've been saying Christmas because it's, it's what we celebrate, but there's a lot of other cool shit happening as well. So happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy end of year, happy worshiping your spaghetti monster. Happy, happy Tuesday. Happy. Yeah. Happy. Nothing. If you celebrate. Merry mm-hmm. Christmas if you celebrate. Happy holidays. Happy New... Well, will there be a show before the New Year? Or this is the last show of the year? This is the last show of the year. So, Happy New Year then. Woo! Mm, yeah. Well, there is a show next Tuesday, but you won't be on it. So, Happy New Year. <laughs> uh, why wouldn't I be on it? Uh, it I, I can't remember the rotation, but it's Coffee with Coaster Bro. Or... Oh, oh, duh. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, One of those. <laughs> I thought I thought you meant like I will be on the lot next show. I'm like, are you kicking me off the main show? And this is how you're telling me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway, well, if you um, are looking to give the the coaster cousins a present, um, there's many ways that you could give and 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 help us keep our our ship sailing here at the coaster cousins. All that can be found at solo.to slash coaster cousins. Uh, you can check out our Patreon there for $3 a month. You can get access to our monthly canceled cousins podcast. Definitely a good time there. And um, really, if, 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 if money is not your thing to support, do one thing for us. Give us a five-star review on wherever you, wherever you review podcasts, five stars. Tell us why you love us. Uh, helps out the show. Helps us helps helps us find other people. So if you could do that for us, that would be the ultimate Christmas present for us. And and we'll continue to give you this weekly free podcast as our gift to you on this holiday <laughs> season. That sound good to you, Mitch? I am happy to I'm happy to give the gift that keeps on giving. All right. But until then, I hope you get something you want or you like. Hope you gave something to somebody that made them happy. I hope you keep your sticks on the ice. Hope you wear your seatbelt when you drive and go places just to be safe. Seatbelts are a good thing. And um, next time you go to Waffle House, tell them I said what's up. <laughs>